went out to meet him, shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the King of Israel. Jesus found a young donkey and sat upon it, as it is written, Do not be afraid, daughter Zion. See, your king is coming, seated on a donkey's colt. At first, his disciples did not understand all this. Only after Jesus was glorified did they realize that these things had been written about him and that these things had been done to him. Now the crowd that was with him when he called Lazarus from the tomb and raised him from the dead continued to spread the word. Many people, because they had heard that he had performed this sign, went out to meet him. So the Pharisees said to one another, See, this is getting us nowhere. Look how the whole world has gone after him. Thanks for reading, Dan. Do keep that open. Uh, We're going to spend our time in it this morning, but let me pray uh, before we do. Uh, Heavenly Father, thank you that you do speak, uh, and thank you uh, that you've spoken to us uh, through your word. I uh, pray that you'd give us ears and hearts to listen well to you this morning. Amen. Who would you be really excited to meet? Who would you be really excited to meet? can be anyone. Famous person, person from a book, a film, a family member, can be anyone. Okay, take 30 seconds, tell the person next to you, Who would you be most excited to meet? You're not allowed to say Jesus. Okay? Who would you be most excited to meet? Go. 30 seconds. Okay. Okay. Now, I'm going to need you to use your imagination a little bit with me. So, so imagine that person, that person you've just shared, uh, imagine that person was coming to your house tomorrow. Okay, imagine they were coming to your house tomorrow. Uh, how would that make you feel? What, what would you do? Uh, my guess is you'd be buzzing. They were coming. Maybe you'd have little butterflies as well, but you'd be excited. And my guess is you'd go and tell other people that this person was coming to your house. And and on the day, you'd be at the window looking out for them arriving. You'll have got things ready. So I have two that come to mind. Olaf from Frozen. think he'd be great value. Uh, But also uh, Bruno Gomeres of Newcastle United, my favorite player at the moment. I would make sure I had my shirt on and he'd be signing it right here for me when he arrived. And what would you do when they arrived? I mean, you'd probably run out to, to welcome them, uh, and then, then you might just stare at them for a while, slightly awkwardly, uh, in awe. But you'd be excited. Well, did you, did you feel that sense of excitement in our Bible reading? Because it's there. If you've still got it open, have a look down uh, with me, because people have heard, people have heard that Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem. They've heard he's on his way, and they've been telling other people about it. And they're excited, and we know they're excited. Because verse 13, they run out of the city to meet him as he comes in. They, they grab palm branches to wave and cheer, like those flags Fiona held up. 
they're excited to meet him. Loads of them excited that Jesus is coming. Why? Why the buzz? Why the excitement? Well, towards the end of the passage, verse 17, 18, just lots of them had heard that Jesus had raised Lazarus from the dead. That's pretty cool. That's quite exciting. But it's not just that. It's not just that. Did you catch what they were shouting? What they were shouting at Jesus? Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the King of Israel. They're the words, maybe you remember, at the very start of our service that we read together. A psalm, Psalm 118, that celebrates the victory of a king and his return. So you see why the people were excited? They've been realizing, they've been thinking, Jesus is this king. Here he is. The king, Psalm 118, I was speaking about the Messiah, the promised king. They'd been waiting for, and they'd been waiting for hundreds of years. Jesus is the king. No wonder they are excited. But the thing is, the thing is, it turns out he isn't the type of king they were expecting. Now, thank you very much to those who did a bit of drawing earlier. They are excellent. You're clearly budding young artists, and I'm not going to lie, I class myself as a bit of an artist as well. So what I thought I'd do this morning is take your ideas and, and paint a picture of a king from your ideas. So just give me a, it's going to be rough. It's going to be just a, a quick go. I've got my paint. So just give me a second to kind of splash a bit around. I love pink and yellow. Uh, a bit of black. I've lost my, oh, there's my brush. A bit of background. That's for the detail. Now I've heard texture is important. Okay, that's not bad. That's not bad at all, actually. Uh, but don't judge it. It's quick. It's quick, okay? So don't judge me. Rough around the edges. Here we go. Here's what I've, I think summarizes your drawing. <laughs> Here we go. Excuse it a little bit. But there we go. There we go. A king. Now that's a king, isn't it? That's a king. Uh, And you know what? You know what? Would have been a bit similar. A bit similar to the type of king these people would be expecting. A strong, military king who was going to bring a revolution to free the Israelites from the rotten Romans. Which is why what Jesus does next is really confusing. Do you see it? He gets on a donkey. A donkey like a smaller, less impressive version of a horse. You know the one I mean? That type of noise. A donkey. It'd be confusing. And it confused his disciples. You notice that in verse 16? Have a look. When it was happening, they didn't understand what was going on. I mean, it's not what a king does, is it? A king doesn't ride a donkey. They should be on like a stallion. Sword in their hand, banner and army flying behind them. That's a king. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. What the crowd had been shouting was spot on. They were spot on. Jesus is the promised Messiah. He is the king. And he has come. But he wasn't the type of king they were expecting. 
He wasn't the military king who was going to lead this rebellion against the Romans. No. He's even better. Jesus is a king more awesome than they could imagine. Jesus is the king more amazing than we might sometimes even think. I'm going to invite the band back up because we're going to sing a song that reminds us that Jesus is the king. But after that, after that, we're going to see about what type of king this Jesus is. And what we're going to see is that he is the king that we can be excited about. He is the king we can be excited about. So we're going to sing. It has actions again. Uh, so if you want to come up and help with the actions, please do again. Up, down, up, down. Uh, and uh, if you don't just want to do that, stand at the front. You can stand where you are uh, and do the actions as well. So please stand as the music begins. So Jesus is the king. He's the Messiah. He's the one the world had been waiting for. But he wasn't this type of king. He wasn't this type of king that people were expecting. No, he's more awesome than that. And what John has written down, if you've still got it out, have a, have a look down at it again for me. What he's got written down for us, including some little bits from the Old Testament, they help us see why. Because as well as using words from Psalm 118 that the crowds say, in verse 15, John quotes a verse from Zechariah chapter 9, an Old Testament prophet speaking about this expected king. And by taking us there, by mentioning that, what John's doing is he's helping us see what type of king this Jesus is and why we can be excited. So I'm going to read three verses which are on the screens from Zechariah, who writes this. Rejoice greatly, daughter Zion. Shout, daughter Jerusalem. See your king comes to you, righteous and victorious, lowly and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey, I will take away the chariots from Ephraim and the war horses from Jerusalem and the battle bow will be broken. He will proclaim peace to the nations. His rule will extend from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. As for you, because of the blood of my covenant with you, I will free your prisoners from the waterless pit. What type of king is Jesus? Three quick things. Here's the first. Jesus is the king who brings peace. There's the first one. Jesus is the king that brings peace. The people had hoped for a strong military king, but here was Jesus coming lowly and riding on a donkey. Not a war horse, a donkey. Not a picture of war, a picture of gentleness. One that drives out fear. And that's because Jesus is the king that will bring peace. The king that will bring peace. It's there, isn't it, in Zechariah. He will proclaim peace to the nations. In fact, he's going to end war and conflict completely. Just sit up for a second and think about that. Because that's what we want isn't it? That's what we long for. Conflict and war stopping. Because it's rubbish. It's rubbish when we have arguments with friends and family and fall out. It's, it's horrible, isn't it, when nasty things 
are said and done. It's terrible when on the news we see and we hear of people being terrified by war on their doorstep. When we hear and see of people being hurt by others. Well, here is a king. Here is a king who cares for his people, his children, will protect them because here is a king who will bring peace forever. That's some king. There's one, there's one thing. And he is also a king who rules the world. King who rules the world. Uh, the, the crowd cry out, don't they? If you look at verse 15, uh, verse 13 again. Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the king of Israel. The crowd call him the king of Israel. It's part of the reason they wave palm branches as well, actually. And he is. But he's more than that. He's more than that. That Zechariah passage continues saying his rule will extend from sea to sea, from river to the ends of the earth. Jesus isn't just king of Israel. He is king of the world. He's king of the world. Now, there are some pretty powerful people in this world, uh, and we feel their impact on our lives. If you're at school, you have head teachers. They have some power. They can tell you when to arrive, when to leave, and what to wear and what not to wear. If you're at work, you have bosses who have the power to hold you to account for certain things. We have influencers who seemingly have the power to change how we think. We have prime ministers and presidents who have the power to change laws we live by. We have a king who has the power to give us two extra holidays. There are some powerful people. But as powerful as they are, they're nothing. They are nothing compared Jesus. They won't even get close to him, will they? Because Jesus is king of the world. He rules the world, and that includes them. He rules them. Now that is power. Jesus is the king who rules the world. And lastly, one more thing. Jesus is the king who saves Jesus is the king who saves. Uh, The crowd, they shout Hosanna at Jesus, which kind of means save us. Uh, And at the end of that little bit of Zechariah, we read how prisoners will be freed. The crowd thought Jesus was going to save them from the Romans. But it's not that, is it? To state the obvious, uh, we don't need saving from the Romans, do we? But there is something we do need saving from. Uh, There's something we all need saving from. There's something the whole world needs saving from. And it isn't isn't some baddie. It isn't some supervillain like Thanos. No, we need saving from ourselves. Our sin. Our rebellion against God. And the judgment it deserves. But because of Jesus and what he is on his way to do on the cross in Jerusalem, we're saved from that. Jesus saves people. Brothers and sisters, he saves you and he saves me. He frees us from sin. He forgives and saves us from the judgment our sin deserves. And he brings us into his family so we can be with him forever. 
And he does it by dying for us. He does it by dying for us. And if that's not amazing enough, here's one more amazing thing. This salvation is something he offers to the whole world. Have a look at the end of, end of the passage again. The Pharisees, they're not impressed, are they? Uh, and they say uh, the whole world has gone after him. There's lots of crowds there. Lots of people from different places come from the pastor. The whole world has gone after him. And they don't mean it in a good way. But it is good. They might not mean it that way, but it is good. Because Jesus didn't come just to save Israelites. He came to save the world. Anyone, no matter where they are from, can be saved when they trust in Jesus. Isn't that an incredible king? King Jesus brings peace. He rules the world and he saves and he accomplishes it all. It becomes crystal clear when he would die on a cross wearing a crown of thorns, when he would rise back to life and when he would ascend into heaven. And that's what the disciples, that's when they get it. Verse 16, they get it when that happens because that's how he does it. King Jesus is so much more than what the people thought. He is more amazing than sometimes we might think. He is the king we can be excited about. So, let me finish with a question. What are you excited about this coming Easter. Bit of audience participation. Uh, Put your hands up if you're excited about chocolate this Easter. Oh, oh, that's impressive. Basil, you were pretty quick off the mark there, sunshine. Look at that. There you are, mate. Look, you could share it with your sister. Uh, Put your hands up if you're excited about Holiday Club. Lots of people are excited about Holiday Club. Put your hands up if you're excited about time off school or off work. Lots of people there. Put your hands up if you're excited about seeing friends or family, visiting people, them visiting you. Hopefully that covers most people. (laughs) There's lots of things to be excited about this Easter. Lots of good things to be excited about this Easter. But you know what? When we realize what type of king Jesus is, that he's the king of who brings peace, the king who rules the world, the king who saves. When we realize what type of king Jesus is, there is something more exciting. And it's him. He's what's more exciting this coming Easter. Because it's exciting that we can welcome Jesus into our lives, spend time with him, listen to him, speak to him. At Holiday Club, as we come to church next weekend for our Easter services, as we read our Bibles, We get to spend time with him. We get to know this King Jesus more and more. And that is far better for us than any chocolate's going to ever be. That's exciting. And it's exciting that our friends and family could maybe come and meet him for the the first time. Maybe you've got friends coming to Holiday Club. Maybe there's family you could talk about Jesus with. It's exciting that they could come to know King Jesus for the first time. And it's exciting. It's exciting because Jesus has promised he's going to come back. Come back as king, bringing his kingdom fully to this world, bringing peace forever so that all those who have been saved will be with him perfectly forever. That is exciting. So, 
What are you going to be excited about this Easter? I'm going to pass back to Fiona. Thank you, Scott.